You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah, yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. All right, another episode of Judd's Hockey Podcast. Uh, Zolgad, Lindsay, and Declan. And uh, let's just start here because somebody has to help me out. Mm-hmm. So, somebody has to explain something to me. And I think, LB, you, you're on the same page as me, but perhaps you can give me some rationale for it. How do you start a three-on-three overtime with Eric Stahl, Zach Parisi, and Ryan Suter on the ice? Now, I was at the game. I went to Boudreaux's post-game presser. In that environment, i got to be honest, didn't ask him, probably should have. Um, I I think he would have either gotten mad or been like, well, there are three veterans. Right. But um, Jared Spurgeon's having this unbelievable game. And I just, God love him. He's just... Unbelievable season, unbelievable career, unbelievable player. Yeah, so let's not be like one game. Right. Um, You know, you've got Donato, who's just absolute a sniper. And I I think he's a special player. I think Uh, so, too. But the point being is you've got guys that you can start Mm -hmm. who have great speed. The Islanders actually didn't start... Barzell, so you you could have got a better matchup. Exactly. So somebody, both of you, help me. <laughs> I I'm I I'm just, almost I, I, I almost threw something at my TV last night when I when I saw him line up because I'm like, in what world you're like, you know what? You know what screams to me three on three overtime, which emphasizes speed, skill, quick shifts, everything else. Um, nobody under the age of 33. That's what definitely speaks three on three hockey to me. And I just I'm the same with you, Judd. I don't know how you don't have Spurgeon out there or, like, a, a Hunt or one, at least one young guy, younger dude. Now, Brad Hunt isn't the youngest guy on the team, but he's a newer face who has speed and who has scoring. Be, no. He can't be out there. He was so slow yesterday, Judd. I know. On one of the scoring chances, I, I think earlier in the third, and I was watching it, and I saw him, and they, this one of the Islander players literally just floated into the slot and you can see Stahl as he's reaching for him and the guy gets a great A chance and Stalock ends up uh, making a really good save. But skates right by him and he's just like, oh no, here, there he goes. Yeah. And and he hasn't shown and he hasn't shown I get it. Zach scored earlier in the game. I can understand that. He's the leading scorer on the team. That's the one, yeah. I can even understand some semblance of suitor. Typically I I don't like him out there. There we have better options. But he didn't leave the ice again either. Right. That's that's the other thing, is that and they take another. far too long of shifts, and yeah. that's what led to the they goal. All stayed out there. Right. It's it's having stall out there is the is the is the big moment for me. Like I said, I can would I want Suter? No, but and Spurgeon and Suter is not a tough decision. No, like that's an easy forty-six. You go out right. there twenty. I'm right. sorry. Right. Exactly. Yep. And Brodine actually played really well last night too. Brodine yeah. had a very good game. I wouldn't mind Brodine. And Fiala was skating really well last night. I um, thought as well. Spurgeon. Spurgeon. He he's made like like he saved a goal for God's sakes. Well, yeah. he did. But I mean, you know, if couple. you were if if when God's designing people, he's like, hey, here's a three on three. <laughs> It's Jared Spurgeon. Exactly. Yeah. He's exactly. made for if, – if you're like, well, he's too small to play, which he's not. But if, if you were like, well, he's pretty small to play in this league, yeah. you would still be like, okay, but three on three. Yeah. He's not nearly as small as he used to be playing in this league. 
I mean, oh, at, yeah. that, at that point, why don't you just throw out, if you're going to go out those guys, why don't you just throw out Eric Fair for God's sakes? You know, like, why not? You know, why not at that point? And it, it's it's pretty frustrating. He briefly adjusts, you know, I think he adjust, uh, like addressed the overtime plan with some reporters and said he wanted to get Cunning and Donato out there in the second shift. Right. He, was not asked, he was not asked directly, what were you thinking starting? Right. But he said, well, they were mad because Barzell came off yeah. the bench before Clutterbuck you got You know what? It, don't but, make excuses. Well, that's they, offside or uh, too many minutes. That's, that's fine, so, but don't make excuses. Don't right, start your slowest guys. But that's why he addressed it. Right. He said Cunningham and Fiala were coming on to match up with Barzell. He was basically saying that he was trying to do matchups. And I guess my thought process, the more I think about it is, well, who cares about matchups? You're Put also your, the home team. Well, and, and three on three, at least in my mind, three on three is a race to win the game. Mm-hmm. So like, it's never about matchups. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want Barzell going against a really bad player, but I hopefully don't play that player, Correct. right? Yeah. But like three on three is, okay, who are my three fastest players? Because exactly. I want to end this ASAP. Yeah. And if we're, if we're at the point, now I, I, I printed out some quotes, or maybe I attempted to and then I didn't print them out. I have them here from two games ago. Two games ago. This is when Bruce went out, when they, when they lost to Dallas. When he said, you know, you guys saw it all. If I'm going to say anything, it would be ripping players, but we were yep. all watching. Watch, say, I don't want to rip players at this stage. That what that decision wasn't the players. That's him. If he's worried about matchups, we are in the wrong type of race, whether it's a playoff race or a race to the bottom. Because if you're worrying about that in hockey, you're, you're not focusing on the right things. They shouldn't be in overtime like that. And the, the league is at the highest scoring pace it's been since the lockout in terms of goals per game. And how many goals a game are the Wild scoring on average right now? Just uh, no, I don't need an exact number, but how much, how much scoring are they doing in the last 10 games? Three and a half. Right. And everybody else is scoring. I'm like, maybe don't play. Bo- it was super boring, that game. They, they, and the Islanders won it that way. Right, Trotz is a right. genius. He, yeah. They were putting they shots blocked, to the outside. And they blocked shots. Yeah. And yeah. their goalie, Greece, who is not a starter in, for 90% of this league. Right. And he's not a starter. I don't think he's a starter there. Is he a starter? I don't even know what their God, goalie no. situation is. Isn't there a tandem? You, you're getting beat by backup goalies or guys right. that aren't established. And you're having trouble scoring because you're taking those outside shots. And you're at when the chips are down, you're like... Let's go with the same plan we've always gone with. Were we complaining about this with Yo? Is going back to Yo? So like this must be the play. I, I don't understand. Well, but that's what when Bruce was Bruce, brought in and when yeah, Torch first started, they're saying, well, they're, they're going to come in and he's going to basically tell the tell the players what's what. You know, the power uh, structure is going to kind of change for the better. And I just I don't know if Bruce is just kind of like f it, who cares, or if. He's just letting the players try to run it because sometimes coaches will say, "All right, players are driving the bus," because sometimes your your words start you know falling on deaf ears. You're like, "Fine, you know that's a tactic that I've used as a coach and that I've had used on me as a player from other coaches as well." But I just don't understand how you make that decision to put those three, just those three, out for that overtime. And I don't understand wh- why you make an excuse or you complain about. I get there's a too many men element. Sure, that's fine. But it's not like there wasn't an, a point in that game or maybe another game or whatever else when there was an advantage their way that they didn't capitalize on. I hate well, that stuff. I hate it. I think one of the reasons why Bruce was so fixated and, and Fenton was too on that particular Barzell jumping before <laughs> Clutterbuck was at the bench as well was they were probably furious at Suter and they weren't going to say it because Ryan just didn't come off the ice. No. Like he's got to like, – like there were – 
I'm sitting up in the press box being like, you got to go. Change, yeah. change right. now, change. Because they actually took the puck da- back down to the Islanders' end, and they just wouldn't change. If we, if and we and they finally started. And, and we've seen this exact goal scored against them in 3-on-3 right. before, which is guys are just jumping on, you know, mm-hmm. the other guys had – Head towards the wild goal, and you get that easy pass, which right. they got from Barzell right in front. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a more frustrating team to watch in overtime than the Wild, and I know oh we God. only see it them. It's been for a long. It's 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 been forever. It's it. They don't have player like I love personally. I love four on four hockey. I love all like even when I watch college hockey, I love me a four on four Olympic size ice sheet. I love to see. I love to see that. But the Wild. That is the worst case scenario for them when they have open ice and have to three have three on three, you mean? Yeah, three, on three yeah. or four on four or yeah. any type. I when it's not when it's not five on five, they are screwed. And it's not about just putting your veteran players out there for three on three. That's just that's going to hurt them. We saw we we've seen it time and time again. I would have much rather seen Cunning and Greenway to start. Well, and here's the here's the super frustrating thing. By by going with three beer league guys, you you, ne- you right, negate. Let's not, let's not go that far. It felt like well, okay. Watching twelve. Okay, felt we're like saying twelve. League. Okay, fine. All right, of of those three guys, I did not have a huge, as big a problem with Zach. Yes, no, I understand. But knowing that. that Ryan won't leave the ice frustrates mm-hmm. me, and Stall's just slow. Um, but it negates the Staylock factor. Mm-hmm. Like Staylock's mm-hmm. an overtime threat. Mm-hmm. If you if if you had Donato and Spurgeon and pick a third faster guy, Zucker, right? Fiala doesn't right. 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 But mm-hmm. if you have those three, Staylock becomes a factor, right? Because yeah. he can make the outlet, mm-hmm. which is what what well, he plus did with those Grandland guys are going to change quicker, right? And because they're oh, they're not yeah. they're skaters. But Staylock, but but right, like but that a gives positive, right a positive of Staylock playing goal right. is if you go to three on three. He gives you something that Devin can't give you because Devin can't really handle the puck. Well, and, and the way that overtime goal was scored, just like many overtime goals are scored, it's often within 15 seconds of the change because yes. people because so much of the, the this change has been teams basically figuring out what's the best strategy for their team each and every year based on the talent uh, that they have. And Suter gets bogged down at the boards and – AKA because he doesn't change, and then you're you're catching on on an on an odd man rush, and the, and Suter's not alone in this. You like we nope. Suter stays out there too long. If we want to talk about bad line changes, you can just watch the rest of the game because the neutral zone it is an absolute s show for the for the Wild right now, and they are changing when like the the opposing team has possession of the puck going into their zone in the second period on the long change. And they're like, yeah, we'll change two of our was guys right now. Was that the Philadelphia game where, where they changed in mass? And they, yeah, it, yeah, it was. And gave up an easy goal. And it's, because- the, and, it's, and it's the wings that are gassed out, and they're changing when they're still high, and then they're creating these odd man rushes, and then there's nobody back-checking, so they're picking up on those rebounds, which is especially hard for for both of our goalies because we have athletic guy who gets out of position but can make some saves, and you have big guy who never leaves the net but when he does, it does not go well. Absolutely. And so they're not re- – like, Staylock can handle rebounds better than, uh, than Dubnik can, but who's the main starter? Right. That's the problem. We need to – they need to take a practice. Instead of practicing power play, they need to do a line change – the line change game. If you've played before, you know the game that I'm talking about. But, like, we literally worked on line change. Like, that's a thing. Well, it's situational. Because – It's important. At this point th- – that's the biggest glaring thing because everybody is playing so soft through the middle that everybody's just entering the z- – they just come into the D zone. And it's like, well, well, we'll give you the first shot for sure. And you're just like, no, step up on them, go into the neutral zone, or maybe make a high pinch once in a while, or maybe just you know support defensively, something that nobody does on this team. It, it's awful. I was so mad last this, night. This isn't meant to 
harp on Alex Stalock, but how many wins do you think he's had since Thanksgiving? He's made 12 oh, starts. Do, how you, many, do you have the number? How many wins do you he think he has? He I'm going to say four. He doesn't play that much. Yeah, I was going to say he probably he's has made 12 four, starts. I'm going to say four three. because he's gotten kind of the, the, the short end of the stick with a few he starts. He has one win since November 23rd. If you're Alex Stalock, does that inspire confidence And I don't. In and that's not me. To, that doesn't me harping on him. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of these have been – four of those starts have been lost in overtime or a shootout. Yep. So it's, it's not, not all on him by any means, but – you do. I think that's also not getting a guy a rhythm enough to oh, yeah. play more. Yeah. So, it, 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 but it's it's a fascinating stat where yes, you know, I don't think Dubnik should play more, but it's not exactly like Staylock gives you a whole ton to feel comfortable about. But when it's he starts. not the games that Staylock is playing in aren't necessary. I mean, there's been a couple games where he's like put the player on his back or put the team on his back, or where you could say, yeah, Staylock. Well, the Ducks more game, The Ducks game was right. awful, but, that but, was but yeah. a lot of times when Staylock is being thrown in, he's either being thrown in on a back-to-back situation or against a, a high-octane team. Most times, it's either on the back end of of a, of a few games, mm-hmm. and so you're not. He's not getting the full capabilities of the team in front of him. Notice I'm not saying he, he gets full right. effort, but sometimes your tank is at 70%. And so when, and that's why he's a good backup to have because he is more athletic, because he, he can handle the puck, because he can get you some saves that most goalies can't get you. But that sometimes opens him up to be a little streaky in terms of letting in goal, like the overtime goal. He doesn't butterfly on it and he's way far out and he just gets frozen. Right. Most goalies don't, Attempt to make a Dubnik save in that way. Make that save right. No, things. no. But I agree with you, Declan. They need to give. They need a. They need to give him more of a rhythm. Mm-hmm. But you also need to have confidence. This also by not giving Stalock confidence in himself, you're taking that away from the team, and you're actually making the case for Dubnik more for him than against him because you're enabling his behavior if he is how you, how you've reported Judd a little more heavy handed when it comes to his playing time. The problem with with this too is is that. Last night when Stalock got the start in a back-to-back, a 5 o'clock game, which started after they played Saturday against the Rangers at 7 o'clock, I was actually very pleasantly surprised that that Stalock started. The week before, they, it, and, they went the opposite. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, that, that should have been a game where this wasn't some deep, dark secret. We should have just said Stalock's going mm-hmm. to start that game. It makes more sense. And, and yet, if I'm Stalock, and I'm not defending him, but what is his role? Because it's not well. That's not decided by him, though. No, no, no. But I, I'm saying I, I'm not defending him here. But if I'm him, mm. I'm saying what is my role? Like I play sometimes on a back to back, but not all the time. Because that Florida I play game, when the kettle starts when, to get hot around, yeah, goalie. like yeah. that doesn't. He's not a traditional backup goalie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which I, I believe, if you look around the league now, more and more, you do have the backup goalie has a role. It might not be plays a ton, but he knows the situations. If you're Staylock, you don't know, and, and so I think it's you're sort of discombobulated in a way because you're like, okay, now I'm playing in this back to back, but I didn't play in that one. And the Florida game was a game I think without question he should have started. Yeah, it's just it's tough to ask. I mean, this is not their huge problem, but it, no, it's, no, it's just one of the many the many things that we've you know discussed to exhaust. It's the only thing the that Bruce does stuff. consistently. Right. Short, short of our conversation about three-on-three three strategies. It's the only thing Bruce does that I don't really get. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's just the thing with you can't expect a guy to constantly extend himself to try to be like, let me be a bigger part of the team. Let me be a bigger part of the team. Let me – and we're not in the locker room. He's not going to go to Bruce and be like, I want to play more because that's not his role. That His role is backup goaltender. But, but as I was saying before – by only throwing him out there when the kettle gets a little bit hot, right. 
you're creating a problem for yourself because A, you're basically giving free reign to the number one guy saying that we're only going to really play the other guy when you, you when we feel the pressure to. And that's not an internal pressure. At least it hasn't been thus far. And what into the backup, you're like, we're going to only do it when, when people start to get mad. And then at that point, that usually means we've lost a few games. So we need you to come in and be savior of the team and try to get right. this. You can't expect a guy to do that and only have 12 starts from November. That's BS. Everywhere else in this league, while there's not, there's not very few 50-50 goalies, that's usually – if you have two goalies, that usually means you have none. But backups have a role. Right. But you can see that, there, the that there's definitely been a shift, at least in the last two, three seasons, where instead of being an 80-20, it's moving more into a 60-40 type right. of, type of uh, rotation with goalies just because you see how, how a lot of these guys play better if they actually get rest. Like, and the Islander start you know. did make sense. Yes. Yep. Well, like, I yes, liked that, and yep, I yep. applaud Bruce, and that did make sense. It's just that that was, was one of the first times this year that he made a start, and I'm like, okay, this makes sense, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to Dubnik's either dead tired and basically can't function, or Devin told me he wants to start again, so I'm just going to start him again. Right. You know, and and so there's, and there was a vi- were you at Saturday's game against the Rangers? I've too? been at every game of this homestand. <laughs> it's unfortunate in some ways because that Dallas game it even, made me want to puke. It even seemed like uh, by Bruce's comments when they beat the Rangers, it was like he didn't even seem impressed. You I know, wrote like, about that. He was uppight, yeah. but I rightfully so. I wouldn't be impressed. So. I wouldn't right. be impressed either. It's okay. the, they're awful. Okay. So the media was trying. So so they play a team that's out, out of the playoffs that had played Friday night in Calgary, and let's be honest about it mentally. The Rangers are golfing, which is fine. It's yeah. that time of year. I wish so they golfing. beat the Rangers handily, Lucky. and the media was trying to set Bruce up with, okay, you know, this is the role you're looking for, right? This is the role. And Bruce, rightfully so, was not buying it for one second, and he was right to, because Bruce, just like you, me, the rest of the wild fan base, has no idea on Sunday what team's going to show up. Well, and then we're just so desperate for a win on home ice at this point. You gotta remember that that's the only win they've had and a week ago oh, they played that record. Dallas game, they got they are, shut up by the Sharks. They are they are right now fifteen, fifteen and seven at home. That should be right. their road record. But Bruce was not to Bruce's credit, he was not going to buy Oh yeah, you know what, tonight's victory. Because he knows the second he says that, that room of guys is like, Yeah, Bruce is right, we're back, we're fine. Right. And they have to they have to play not uptight necessarily, but but with the sense of urgency that they that Dallas game, I I know the non hockey fans are, are like you got you hockey people all talk about effort you know it's not sometimes the teams are just better and Dallas I think is a better team but the effort on Saturday and Sunday was there mm-hmm. from the Wild Thursday night was embarrassing yeah it was a bad it was. loss it was like a- like last night they lost in, in OT but I don't have a gripe with well, how like they the played loss they got a point against- to Nashville earlier in the week yeah they got a point against one of the best mm-hmm. teams in the East mm-hmm. yes. That Dallas game now. Now the Florida game abysmal. The Sharks game is against a good team. I didn't think that was a great effort, but it's a very good team. So no, I'll give the them Dallas that. game is inexcusable. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. if you're Bruce, though, you look at the Dallas game and you're like, I pushed every. And I I asked him that, that question after the game. I've said you FSA. pushed every button here. Like at what point in time? Like you're going around pushing button, button, and okay now, and, and then they start popping back up. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean by maybe he's hit the hit the point in coaching the, at least the team for this season, where he's just like, you guys drive it, you guys go. It's up to you guys because I for just based on how you see him on the bench and how he interacts with refs right now, even you can tell how frustrated he is, and that when something does go against them, when it should be for them, that may when it's this, you know, uh, what's the word? contentious around the locker room and in the organization, 
those things are going to set you off even more because even the things you're supposed to be doing right aren't even going right for you at that point either. But there's this quote. Does this sound like it? This is from last night. So this isn't after Dallas. But Ryan Suter says, we have a good team when we work hard. Yeah. <laughs> this team gets rewarded when we work hard because we don't have that pure goal score. It's about work ethic. And when we show up and work hard, things usually happen. Yeah. How many games are left in the season? Uh, like nine. Nine games. Like nine, ten games. It's this is year. this is a quote for three months ago. This is a this is this is five th- years. We have a good team when we work hard. Yeah. yeah. If I'm last night, you know, and, and Zach says we're we got a point. You know what? Well, you say f the point. Zach was not happy. No, I know that, but Zach you need it. But there happy. needs. Well, but, I asked to, uh, to both Parisi and Ryan. My follow up was, how do you not backslide now? Like so, so you're telling me that when you work hard, you're fine. So how do you continue to work? And the problem from both both of how they answer the question is they truly don't know, which is the what Declan said. That's the five-year problem. They don't know. So well, like, yeah, they say everything's right, wrong, so, and then but, the minute that like, they, it's finally on them, Lynn's, they're like, we don't know this, the thing. You read that quote, and so the natural response is, okay, just continue to go out there. And you might lose, but continue to go out there and do that. How do you do that? And they don't know, and which is why after the Dallas game, okay, so here's where it gets and intriguing. That's, that was a Felino comments, right? Yes, and Felino. So I asked Felino that question, right, after the Dallas game when he was PO'd, which was great, and, and he was brutally honest oh, about his right. assessment. So I asked him. I said, "Okay, you just told me the problem. What's the solution?" And that's when he brought up the key thing that we've been bringing up forever. He said, and he indicted himself, but he indicted himself on purpose. Nobody's blameless. You look, you look, but he said, you look to your leaders, and your leaders have to do this. <laughs> and he looked around the room, and you knew exactly what, what he was saying. But right. that's why when you ask the guys who are the quote-unquote leaders that same question, they can't answer it because they don't know. Right. And my, my problem isn't necessarily with the answer. It's the fact that we have to ask this question as members of the media at this point but in you the see season. what I'm saying? Yes. They're telling you, the, the people that Felino's talking about yeah. are telling you we don't really know. Mm-hmm. And that... Is, and you you right. play you played on really good teams, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Your captain or your your mm-hmm. your your leadership council, mm-hmm. they know the answer to that question. Or the like it's not a nebulous Or you thing. fake yeah. it till you make it like everything else. That's okay, another but you've that, got an idea of how to make it. Sure. Yeah, everybody does. It just it, it's that everybody knows that there's a, what the end goal is. It's just each year is different in terms of balancing personalities like Last year, you don't need to pump up Jason Zucker as much because he's scoring and he and he and he's you know confident on his own. It's it's a it's 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 really complex, especially in hockey locker rooms. But it's just frustrating for me as a player too, and then as a, as a you know outsider as well. Where if you if you have a leader and you say they don't know. You can't let other people know your team know that you don't know. This is one of the biggest things that was harped on me when when I was still playing as a goal, as a goaltender is that inside internally when I was playing it was just like death screams and just constant like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, just anxiety attacks. But on the outside, let's just knock over the mic. You're stoic. Now, that's not great for mental health, but it's excellent for, for competition, sure. especially as a leader, because you you can be freaking out on the inside, but you cannot be showing. You need to be appear confident because these young guys that don't know if you, sometimes you just fake it till you make it until you figure it out. Everybody does it. And you say, 
you know what? We don't know what it is, but we're gonna have a little captain's meeting and say we're gonna. This is the message for this week, and if it doesn't but work, they've this never week, figured we move it on. out. Like they've they've never figured out what you're t- talking about. And and the captain of this team de facto right now is a fourth line winger named Marcus Foligno. Like that's a yeah. problem, yeah. <laughs> which, which is why which is why the Cunnings of, of the world and Donatos and those guys are different. So this is right. going to change, right? But the people right now considered in control don't can't do what you're talking. They just can't. Right. They can't do. They can't bring it upon themselves. I don't think. I think this goes back to in their minds, they're playing well, and they don't have the ability to look in the mirror and be like, "That doesn't matter what I think about myself." Like Felino is indicting himself on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not doing this. Okay, dude, you're a fourth line wing. I'm not blaming you. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, he works his butt off. Like this year, you have no complaints there. But he's smart enough to be like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what's wrong, but I'm also going to point the finger at myself. So I'm doing right. it in, in a responsible team way. It's an interesting dynamic, but I think more than ever, this speaks to what's wrong in that room. And honestly, with this veteran group that's not going away, I don't know how you change it completely unless a guy like Cunnan's like, hey, you guys sit down and shut up. I'm I'm in control. Right. And, oh, I love and, it. and then just create and create <laughs> no and create an adversary and create an adversarial <laughs> no and I'm create sure. an yeah. adversarial yeah. this mm-hmm. is now because I think Cunnan's got the, Oh yes. There's there there yeah, there's leadership as far as that goes. And Donato Donato has something. Donato's very transparent. I love this kid. He's very transparent. In I, his I'm a huge. I mean, yes. he's a coach's kid. He's and and so he looks like he's 12. And is very, is very cut from the same cloth as well. Because he, he was running with the Chucks down in St. Louis. They, they have the same mentality. Okay, well, I he's, love it. He's been a captain everywhere he's went to. Yep. I, I'm a huge fan. But until you can create, you know, the Granlund, Coyle, Nino, Zucker group never could create that, hey, you guys take a powder now and, and, and we'll take charge. So, like, I guess my question is, and I think the answer is different, can Cunnan and Donato and those guys be like, you know, Zach and Ryan, you know what, just sit down, get dressed for the game. I'm in control here. And that sounds o- over the top, but it's what you need to have that shift. Yeah, it won't ever happen either. That's the problem. So, <laughs> yeah, it won't yeah. ever. It's just that's not something you do in a locker room. But And the thing is, is that Suter and Parisi – for Suter coming off of a leg break that could have ended his career and, for, and where Parisi was a year ago, it's not that they're not performing on no. the ice. They are performing on no, the ice. I'm with you. But the thing is, and, and this is a lesson I had to learn as well, the letter isn't about how you perform on the ice. Sure. That's the thing. And Zach's having a good year, and Suter's doing, doing all right, and he's going to be back and better next year. Agreed. But so much of the letter is not so much just giving it to your number one overall draft pick superstar guy. It's about a guy who can – perform as well as he can amidst drama, amidst having to deal with other BS that's going on in the locker room. Yes, it's Taves. Because anybody can show up to the rink and play well every night. Now, most people in this scenario, yes. But it's it's about having the ability to do that and handle other people's drama and to bring people along with you and make them better in the process. And I just don't think that Suter and Preezy right now are players that make other guys better with them. They're guys that will get things done. And Parisi might. I mean, he is playing really well. But he, but he's not. He's not know. a distributor. He's a grinder. But, but like he's a you know, he's you a, you yeah. have to. I'm thinking about more like he's a motor. Remember, you talk about quarterbacks making the guys around them oh, better. Sure, okay. That that type of mentality. They, they're not those have, types of players. But but couldn't you, in some way, 
shape or form as these guys age get it to the point where a Cunning and Donato can take control yes, of the room? Yes, it's not this year. Yeah. No, no, not yes. this year. No, but I'm saying could Soon. it start next mm-hmm. year? I'm I'm not Soon. I'm not even suggesting that this has because I think I think Ryan and Zach have put into sort of a complimentary role. Where, where they're still asked to do a lot. Suter, Ryan Suter. Yes. Just to clarify. We yeah. have multiple, oh, Donato, we have multiple right. Ryan, Ryan's now. Suter and Parisi have put into a sort of a complementary role where they're still asked to do a lot and play hard and be effective, but they aren't considered locker, the locker room guys. Because that's the only way this is going to turn. And I do, I do think that they are getting guys that can, can take control now. Like the shrinking violet, Charlie Coyle, is gone. Yeah, and he was, but he was the guy that we used to talk about. He might be the captain someday. Well, he, yeah. that was never going to happen. I, it could. So happen. I'm trying to be constructive about getting to a right. good point here. It could. It could happen next year. What it depends on is that Suter and Parisi, they'll delegate themselves. They will. If they're not performing on the ice, they'll take a step back because they're okay. old hot. That's the thing too is that they're both performing at a decent level, and Zach is obviously performing. So he has a little bit of credence to saying like, hey, this is my... Because he's leading the team in scoring. So yep. I have no problem with that. Now, once you get these younger guys in for a full season and and get them in from training camp with the bonding aspect, which is where the most importance is, is that getting everybody in and having those team bonding moments. But I think once their games start to decline a little bit more, they'll take a step back. But because both of them have been fighting for injury, that you they almost have... A natural sense of entitlement, being like, I worked my ass off for all summer in these last few years, and I've been injured, and so now that now these young guys, ACL. right? But do you get what I'm saying, though? Do you understand? I understand what you're saying. Yes. So next year, I think you could see that, but it also depends on how they play. But that's also dependent on how the others play. If the if the young guys are playing and they're not producing, then why would the leadership change? You have to you have to have a reason. You have to have a ground but Donato from will below. Be. He's, yes, he's going to produce. God and, bless him. He shoots the puck. Hopefully yeah, he awesome. does. And and I think he has the mindset. And I think that he. I think he's going to be a hell of a player for this organization. Yeah, he's been I great. Really I loved every. I cannot believe we got that for Charlie Coyle. I and know. if and if there's any and if there's and anyone people were pissed. Oh, I know. If there's anyone that's upset about that trade, please come to me. I, I want and I, I I'm not faulting that I have said very silly things before. But yeah, please true. come to me and, and admit your sins. It's okay to repent. We're going to be okay. What doesn't he do? I mean, he, he wins right. puck battles. Mm-hmm. Oh, He can skate. And my God, the kid will shoot from anywhere. Yeah. And by the way, I want him to. Yes. Is Greenway banged up? Sorry to take a complete uh, different You know, direction. I think something's off. He looks He turned he over the slow. puck on that goal, on, on that first Islander goal. Barzell stripped him. Now, Barzell's really, really good. Right. But yeah, something seems a little bit something off. I'm not. Off. I'm not souring on him one no day. i'm not either i th- i think the last few games i'm sorry to keep, take a complete left turn but he just looks a little bit he looks lanky you know when you're you know when you're younger and you go through puberty and you're not quite sure how your body works like puppy. And, and yeah. i would be surpri- i would not yeah. be surprised if he's banged I, up. and every, he everybody's playing. banged up at this point but i i've just noticed that he's he's been a little more passive in the corners and stuff he Stick just him looks- with stall he'll look like when <laughs> first first full season first full season too so i mean that's fair know. that's a fair okay point, so Declan. Good I've point. got uh, so so we all know Victor Rask is terrible. All right, so I'm not e- I'm not e- even going to touch on poor Victor Rask, but I have a question for both you guys. Start with Declan. Okay, what does Pontus Aberg do? Oh, I I hated this trade. I still don't know what he looks like. I, I've been, well, I've been, clues. I don't I don't give a crap about the trade. I I, I mean clues is 
a local kid, I would yeah. have traded him for a bag of pucks. But what okay. does? But, but what? Is, no, I'm just saying I don't care about the player that they lost. But what does Pont? He's playing. Yeah, I don't understand. They he's, put poor Donato with Pontus Aberg and Victor Rask. They finally took him off that line and stuck him yeah. as a top six because he's a top six. Ryan Donato, that is. But what does Pontus Aberg do? I don't understand the uh, the whole acquisition of it. And it's not just that we sold low on Kloos or that like I could have gotten more value out of Kloos. That's not really where I'm going at. I think he is just not fitting into what we want to do. And he was very good on a really bad Ducks team. I mean, he had like, what? He had 10 goals somehow. I, I, I had no idea who this guy was when they traded for him. He played on and the he said, Pontus Aber? Yeah, that's who they traded. And he had like to. 10 goals this season coming in from on the NHL well, club. He was on the docks. So exactly. And so Fenton, I don't know if this is a Fenton move being like, no, I want you to play these guys just to see. I think it definitely is because Aberg, until finally about the third power play yesterday, He's was played. on the power play, and, yes. did, and Ryan Donato was on the second power play. And around the third power play, and in fact, both power play goals that they scored on Sunday, um, I think Donato had assists on. They put him on and, the first power play. And they waved off one of the goals that he dug out. Yeah, yeah. But, Aberg, oh, but Aberg was on that first power play until then, and then they took him off and put I, Ryan I think Donato just, on. I think just trying new things, maybe, because the power play has just been so stagnant since I Dumba went out. I think I, I think Bruce is definitely playing guys that Paul yeah. told him to play until it gets to be untenable. But Teto, because Sealer oh, yeah. should never come out. And he, yeah, he's getting And back. now he's playing again, and Potato's not. But I, I want to know what Pontus Aberg does. Nothing. Uh, he, he brings a whole lot of nothing to the table, and I, I have no idea why he gets the minutes that he does. They, I, it's, it's definitely Fenton wanting to be able to show off the guys that he's acquired. Silly move to a degree, and clearly it's been almost 20 games now. I think maybe he has a goal. So it's not worth having him play power play time. It's not worth him having top six minutes. I don't, and I, I guess to answer your question, I don't know what they what they're thinking with Pontus Aberg. This is where this is where the uh, difference you can tell, of like someone who has played and someone and and more media centric. I have barely noticed him, so I don't have an opinion because you, I notice you either, either because you're playing well or you're not playing well. Right. So he's not really doing either. So I have no reason to see. Does he have? Is he the one with the long hair? Does he have flow, or is that the other one? Uh, he has, a, he has a decent mop of hair. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm like... Maybe my length. Well, uh, we've, his... we've talked about the way that differences with the way you and I watch hockey. Sure. What... I literally couldn't tell you what number he wears. He wears 26, which is fitting because it seems like if, if you wear 26 for this team, you've got to be slow and not care. Vanek. My man. Vanek wore the same number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so... That... Well, watch his, just watch the next game and the third line. I, I mean, Donato, who scored two goals right. against the Rangers on Saturday... Was on that third line. That's how good this kid is. Right, yeah, he's like, awesome. And that's like I, their fourth line works hard. Right. Eric Fair and Felino and, and Brown. And that's the thing that you mentioned about Donato too. Is like he wins battles. He goes yes. and gets pucks. He digs goals. That. Right, that's the thing though. And people and so many people think, well, you notice him because he's on the box score, right? Because no. he's on the as, as, hockey is ninety percent not on the score sheet. And Aberg. Hasn't been there. Uh, the Ras character hasn't been there other than just looking awkward and slow. That's re- that's what I mean. When you're not being productive on the ice outside of just I don't with getting on the score sheet, that means there's a problem. Because 
If you're not scoring, you better be doing those things. And if you're not scoring and not, you're not doing, what are you doing here? Watch him as next. I will. Next game that you watch, watch 26 as much as possible. I think he stands why would around. You, why would you do that to me? Because I know I'm, I'm, cur- no, right. I'm curious Curi- from your knowledge if you can find something I'm missing completely. Right. I've no, not been I will. able to find anyone who could tell me what he's doing. Out they could have put him on the first power play to just purely because he was the first move. He was the first shoe to come in, right? The first new shoe to come in. Right. He came in the day before. So there could there could Nino be there Carolina. could be a little bit of like he's been here longer and knows the systems on the power play better, so that's why he's on the first power play. It's BS. Yeah, no, get that. But Bruce, this is Bruce the same coach. Fun. This is the same organization that was talking about matchups and people getting on getting on the ice earlier than they should. Like, why don't we just stop making excuses for ourselves and go score some goals and get just go play hockey? It drives me nuts. I need them to miss the playoffs and be done. I really do. We're in the Ides of March for for hockey right about this time every year. I'm like, please, somebody put a heating vent directly on top of every single arena in this godforsaken winter town because I want hockey to be done. And their play has made it you worse. Should, but yeah, but you shouldn't. That's a sad – what you're I saying know. is a sad statement. You should mm-hmm. love this. This time of year should be great. It, it should be great. It is great when yep. when the – National Hockey League playoffs start. I love it, but like the wild drives you crazy. To mm-hmm. your point, yeah, I love. Watch. I love that the NHL moved up the draft lottery announcement to the day before the playoffs started. So yeah, now teams, they are. now they teams did. will we will know when the when the wild don't make the playoffs, we will know where they're picking in the lottery before even the postseason starts. Which I love. Which Do means you, which so, means draft mock drafts up up for days. So gut check with three weeks to go because we should just do this every week because there's only so many games. Nine games. Are they are they in or no? No. They're out? Yes. I, no, but like, are they nine oh, like, games from now? Are they in or no. out? I, I'm going with no. They have the hardest schedule in the West the rest of the way. I, I, it, be, it's very destroyed. them. It's going to be very them to rattle off seven no, to nine. But, they will not get destroyed. But they, but, but, they should, but they won't. Oh, that's the thing. They, they should you get know, destroyed. You guys know they'll what's going to happen. They'll go into Washington ra- and win like five nothing. Right. They're going to rattle off seven to nine. Where are they terrible? At home. Yeah. Yeah. Look, their road record is 19-15-2. and two. I have out? no faith they're going to go oh, and don't, That Dallas loss, they love that loss. Yeah. That's so them because now now no one believes and then I can – and now I can come back. I mean this, this is – I went into this weekend saying they're going to beat the Rangers and I actually thought they'd win on Sunday too because that's just them, the script. And I don't want to hear that because they have a good road record. That means good things for them going into the playoffs. I – Thump it right there. I don't they want just to need to be leading here. after two, and then they're good. So because who's left, if if they the if they if they're going into the third period I, trailing, they're you, like five forty. I got like it. Zero. Except Winnipeg, except where Winnipeg. they're trailing by two with like a minute left to right. win the bleeping game. They have right. the following teams left: the Capitals, the Hurricanes, Road, Road, or, or no, they, they I don't, got Colorado on. Tuesday. They, actually, I don't have the road and splits. Okay, they up, got Colorado here on Tuesday. Capitals, Hurricanes, yep. Predators, Knights, Coyotes. That's at Jets, Bruins, Stars. All Bru- playoff teams. Bruins are there. The Coyotes are knocking on the door. Darcy Caps, Kemp- Caps are Darcy there. Darcy Kemper saving the season. It's going to be Darcy Kemper against the revenge tour. Yeah, no, the guy that you got from the Coyotes to a good, yeah. There's a ton of storylines for the remaining games because you obviously have the first time they're playing Nino with a bunch of jerks in uh, Carolina, so that'll be a good game. Yeah. And then you have the right. the one you just mentioned. Bruins. You have Charlie and Bruins, yep. and then you have the Vegas storyline, which is always pertinent, especially as it 
comes down and sure. God, what if what if it's like comes down to that Vegas game and they're like you need to win this otherwise you're eliminated and it's like Eric Hollis scores the game winner and Tuck has two assists. Uh, he can't, he's hurt. <laughs> oh yes, he's done. Yes, um, he's done. Huh? Oh, that's oh, right. He broke his leg. That's right. For the season, no, he he got for hurt. ACL? I think against Toronto. Yeah, I don't know what, but it, it was. I gruesome. remember that he got he, he got kicked out. He had slew footed. But they play well. You know what? The Knights they play well against the Knights. They usually they, beat they, the Knights. Yeah, they play well in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. By the way, as we record this, they are uh, one point out of a playoff spot. Arizona, which uh, plays Tampa. on Monday, they play in Tampa tonight, has 78. The Wild has Ooh. 77 and is back in action tomorrow night at home against the Avs, who are three points. Tampa's behind. on a back-to-back, too, so Arizona might steal that game. Yeah. Arizona, I guess, plays pretty well against them. They beat them like 6-1 to one at home earlier this year. Well, but the that, Wild but that was shut like them November. out a week yeah, ago. Like so, I mean, and they, they've yeah. clinched. And but I have care. no prediction here because this team – Every time, you know, every time you think that you can sort of write the script, they they write their own script, and it drives you crazy. I'm right. not saying that. In you a think you have you life. think you have the ending figured out. Yeah. And you're like, ha ha ha. It's just like go. It's just like go away. Okay. It's like Game of Thrones. You after think Dallas, you've seen it just, all. After Dallas, it's just like just go away. Yeah. You've lost three consecutive now. You embarrassed yourself. Go away. I'm with you. And and I will say, if they make the playoffs, he will not win the award. But Boudreaux deserves. Jack Adams, Coach of <laughs> the Year right. votes. That's if they ridiculous. make the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, he does. That's it, ridiculous. It will be his greatest coaching job of all time. It would wow. be. with this group. With this, hey, no Ovechkin here in Anaheim. Keep in mind, as bad a start as they got off to that one year, and yeah, and rallied. They Corey Perry, who's an and, MVP, and Getzloff, who yeah. was a great locker room guy, and, and Kessler, Kessler within yes. his first two years. Who of his does contract. this team have? Yeah. Hey, Ryan Donato, save my ass. <laughs> You're a 22 year old genius. Yes. That That's it. Before we um, wrap, we have to go positive, and it, we would be we remiss do. if we didn't mention the championship that was won last Oh, I was going to ask you about that, yes. Yes, the Minnesota awesome. Whitecaps, first year ever in their existence, yes. take the Stanley Cup equivalent, the Isabel Cup, over the uh, Buffalo Our women's teams, night. all they do, win championships. You know what? It, and that's the thing. It's just... Why do we even watch the guys play? It's just it's just painful, anyways. It, and I believe they won in overtime, which is the first time the, the NWHL. Yep, the yeah. final went into Stecklin overtime. Scored, right, slap shot. Yeah, she from here? Lee Stecklin. Never Go- heard of her. Gophers, I think. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know if Lee not. ever listens to this, it, which she won't. Hi, Lee. Never know. Um, but nice, uh, good shot though. Oh, she's unbelievable. That, that whole that team is stacked. Sh- that was a legit. Oh yeah. That was a nice goal. Trust me, she's put plenty past me. Now, now it's a good shot. The Buffalo player, which one probably should have the defense person. Yep, defenseman, they went up. Yep, probably should have committed to either blocking that shot or not because she screened her goalie. She like uh, made a half-hearted block, and it's like okay, if you're going to do that in OT, probably help your goalie out. Either block the shot or clear the hell out. Right. It just. But it was a nice shot. Off the face off, it's so weird. Yeah. And if and if you haven't seen it, it's all over Twitter. They it, the the game winner was off a of face off, and Lee just basically put it away from long range as a defenseman. But, yeah, as a de- it depends on the D. If it's the strong side D, typically you want that defenseman to go out and meet the puck. Um, but I personally like it when they just get the F out of the way. Oh, I, I hate you. I hate it. It was yeah, nothing worse tips, yep. than, like, somebody it going off of my own own teammate. Absolutely. It happens, but it's okay. weird. But congratulations to them. And, obviously, they, they had a, a hell of a year. I'm pretty sure they sold out every single home game at the Tria Rink, and they were at the Wild game last night with the trophy. Awesome. and. You know um, that if you want to watch good hockey, that's where that's where you should go, and they're they're around pretty much all year. So too. you got that. Mm-hmm. Go for women are going to the Frozen Four again. Well, what else is new? St. Cloud State's number one for college hockey. 
Which will probably lose in the first round of NCAAs. So I, it's fine. I'm kind of hoping for it. I'm sick of these fans. What fans? St. Cloud State. Oh, they're killing me. Oh, I, I think you railed against them last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which podcast? Uh, the Gopher, uh, the Gopher Show oh. on Score North. Oh yeah, you didn't Look hear about the, that. Yeah, no, I, I, cross pollination. I, I, I of was uh, you melted down. I was mansplained by numerous people why the St. Cloud State Huskies are the number one. Team Mansplaining the, is the worst. Isn't yeah, it? I can. You, I you had a little brush up now. with it. Now oh you're my whole god. god! And uh, just because you're number one, which by the way you were last year too, it does not guarantee anything. Were the year before anything. that too? Two, they, yeah, three years ago they were number two. Yeah. So it, it's. I'm 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 obsessed with the outcome because no matter what, I'm going to be happy. So so. Last thing, did you guys see the penalty called in overtime of the Gopher Notre Dame men's oh. game? No, but I that, heard about that it. That led go find it and watch it. It's I, awful. I'll watch it, it is. It is among and listen, ba- I like he, the Gophers. The guy skated into the Gopher he, player and tripped himself. Right. Well, he basically what got his stick lifted. Yeah. He skated into him, but then he then sort of dove. Yeah. So he tried to sell it and he sold it. It is one of the worst overtime. But you know the whole thing in OT about be very if you're the referee, be very sure. Right. That, that's right. You're like, what's the ref doing? Yeah. If it's, if it's like, even questionable. He went ticky tack. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and it wasn't. A, and it wasn't a penalty. How many times have you watched a hockey game in which even in the last you know ten minutes of the third period? It depends on where you are in the season. It's not. It's not just you know. Oh, that's a tripping. It's like. Blatant people taking chops to the back of the leg, people slashing the you know sticks out of the hands. There's, I didn't see anything. How do you make that call? Good for Bob. Time? I like that Bob went out there and said that was a travesty. I, I love that. That was great. I, do, you, do they get fined in college? They, uh, they, they can, they but can I, don't, be, I don't think Bob will get fined. In this case, I think they're going to probably slap the hands of the officials. Yeah. Too. They, it was a really bad Are they done awful. now for sure yep. then? Yes, they're, 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 the they're not going to make the they're tournament. No. So how many years has it been since they made the tournament? Two. And what? And it's University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay, just checking. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't they? Didn't they go a whole class of a while back without? I think a whole class when I was didn't in high tournament. Yeah, from like I think '08 to '11. Yeah. I don't think they they, didn't they make made the tournament. The tournament either. So right, um, they had that little dead period. I think yeah. they'll be fine though. They'll be fine. Bob can work. Oh, by the way, the goalie Robson. Come back to school. Don't he's, not, pro. he's 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 gone from what I every yeah, I've that's a my sources I've heard he's yeah, gone. He's, how, how long he, has he been there? Three years and his he's, yeah, he's ar- gone. and already graduated. His agents there every game from yeah, what I've he's heard. Gone. He's gone. He's gone. So he but he hasn't been here three years, right? Did, no. Did he come in midway through last year? They started playing him. Uh, yes, he came in. I think okay, the last season, around. but he is, he has his degree. If I were advising he's him, done. if I were going to advise him, why I'd, I'd he's not good? No, he's he's good, but I think he could use a a year. And this kid strikes me as he'll be in the AHL next year. And I think he developed just as well. The here. name escapes me, but apparently their freshman goalie that they have coming in is supposed to be a stud and should start oh, then right get, away. Then, then leave. Exactly. Yeah, Let go it's, They're going to go. And most of them go anyways. Like uh, Miska went, did a yep. year. Exactly. A year. He did a year of juniors and then he a year He played a little uni. bit for the Coyotes, right, Lynn? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because they remember it was like that Odin Lloyd, like all these random oh, people. Right, yeah. They had like six different goalies. You're right. Yeah. They, and then finally, they've, decide, they've landed on their savior. That is Darcy Kemper. Darcy we didn't need him. No, I'm telling you, you basically mm. traded goalies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. No, it's although crazy. Kemper went through the Kings, but to get to the yeah, Coyotes, that's why. That's why he's playing so well. Goalies. He finally went and got got you know <laughs> quick. Took a couple lessons and uh, now that he's quicksand. Well, yep. Yeah, that's that's a, that's that's a, good, a good one. Win. I'm proud of you. All right, we got uh, more. or Are we done? I think that's it. I think are we we're good? done. Bye. Already? Right. I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You've 
have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 